Welcome to Things to Know. I'm Luca, and on this show, we talk to the people that make the kingdoms what it is. Today, we're talking to an individual who is seemingly always on the dance floor. I'm talking about none other than BG Familia. I hope you enjoy this interview, but more importantly, I hope you learned something. Thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? I am BG Familia. So, I mean, I'm I'm the crypto dad, man. I, I started off uh, in crypto back in 2017. I was introduced to it by my brother. Um, I was just moving to Texas uh, in the process of buying a house and had a lot of stuff going on. And my brother picked up the phone and called me one day and said, Hey man, you gotta, you know, look at this, you know, you should buy some of this XRP, you know? And, uh, I looked into it and was hooked and I basically started buying and that's kind of where my journey began where crypto, I just, I'm watching YouTube videos. I'm reading online. I'm, I'm doing anything and everything under the sun. My wife's starting to see my money going away. You know, she's like, "Where is it? What did you buy? Lots of Coinbase, pro, you know, purchases." Then I'm starting, you know, other avenues. I started to get into the decentralized side of it, where I'm using Uniswap and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of how I got into it. Just a family member told me about it, and I picked it up and ran with it. He does. He's not. My brother's not even in it to it like I am. Um, I kind of just picked it up and 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 I took off. So he got you hooked, essentially. Oh yeah, got you hooked and then ran away himself. Exactly, he got me hooked, ran away with it. I took it, ran away with it, and then I learned it and then brought it back to the remaining family members. I mean, it's a I'm a family of six. My mom, single parent, raised six kids, three boys, three girls, and I'm the baby. Uh, so. I learned everything and then I basically brought it back to them and said, Hey, you guys should invest in this, um, back and this is back 2017. So, you know, I think at the time Bitcoin had just did a run to like 20,000, it was coming back down at the time, you know, and I had all my family members, my mom, my sisters, my brothers, everybody jump in. So everybody kind of, I mean, now are still holding. So they, everybody kind of made money off crypto, you know, cause we started, you know, so early, but, uh, father, two kids, two girls, um, married 20, almost 20 years, 19 years in January, you know, and I'm just a family man, dude. I spend all my time with my family, uh, with my wife and my kids and, and just making sure that they're on point. I teach my kids about crypto, you know, keep it in, you know, in the family. So yeah, that's, that's really me. That's great. When you say you started looking at crypto and diving into it, what kind of drew you to it initially? What made you go down the rabbit hole beyond your brother, you know, sending it to you? What was it that like clicked for you? Um, I'm real into like, I would say I'm like tech, like, so I always got the newest phone, the newest gadget, the newest everything, you know, and I'm looking at, I see, you know, you're watching movies in the future, always movies. It's like credits, 
It's never dollar bills or anything like that in the future. And so I'm thinking like, yo, this is the new wave. This is how it's going to be. COVID was going on when COVID happened. And I'm thinking, you know, I started buying when we had the big COVID dip. I bought a lot. I spent, I probably took fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 out of my 401k and bought a lot when that we had that big COVID dip because I was like, we can't touch. We got to wear masks, you know, whatever, whatever. We can't really touch. We won't be handling everything is digital everything is cards you know everything is online and i'm thinking this is gonna be it this is where we're going so let me invest you know let me be a part of the next big thing and money like i was killing like you know what i mean i'm paying off cars you know you know buying new stuff that i normally would have never purchased you know but I was making money and as long as I'm making money, I'm always happy, you know, so um, I'm, I'm in finance. I work for the small business administration. So I'm in finance. Um, I, I own a tax office. I'm doing taxes. So numbers are my thing. And yeah. crypto is just a lot of numbers. Um, I like the multiplier. I'm not big on the, the bigger coins. I like the stuff where if it just goes up one decimal point, you know, I make ten, fifteen thousand dollars. That's the kind of stuff that I'm into. And so, when I seen the potential for, for you know, life changing wealth, you know what I mean. I was like, man, I'm I'm all in. Rather than mess with the stock market, I don't really know a lot about it. You know, it was just it was all new to me. I read, took a couple classes, but crypto came so much easier. Um, and it was easier to get in. It was more information out there for me to kind of bounce ideas off other people. I made friends in the community. Um, people were, you know, willing to kind of engage with you more. So then if you go to wall street, you try to talk to a broker, he don't give you no information, but with crypto, it's kind of like a community. So everybody's willing to trade and give information and kind of show you the ins and outs. Um, and you pass that knowledge off to other people. And if you guys are working in tandem, you can, you can win. You know, a lot of my wins yeah. came from other people. So, yeah. Yeah. I think the, the community aspect is huge. I mean, when you were talking about learning and, and education and finding resources, you know, YouTube, Twitter, um, the community is what drives it. And like you were saying, wall street doesn't have that culture. Like you're not, no one's telling you what they're doing and what the plays are. And I think it has to do with the space being new and, and you being in it for a while. Um, I wanted to ask about the real world. You said you do um, government work, small businesses, you're working with them, finance, tax departments. Um, what drew you to that? How'd you end up in that world? <laughs> it's all family. So remember, I'm the baby. So I have a sister who's been in finance for 35 years. Before me starting working for the government, I had done everything under the sun. I've installed cable, I did collections, I did construction, you know, I helped build houses, I did everything under the sun, I was doing different stuff, you know, and, but I've always been doing taxes since like 2000 and I wanna say 2004, 2005, I've always done taxes. So my sister, <clears throat> my sister had a tax business and she put me on. And so I just doing taxes, doing taxes, doing taxes. And so I was so much into finance. She called me one day. Um, I was making enough money with taxes where I didn't need to work a job. 
And so I was in Minnesota and she called me and she said, hey, bro, I'm working for the small business administration. We just had a major disaster. They're hiring like crazy. This will be good for you. You're still young. You can get in the government. You can get a good job, you know, whatever. And so I was like, okay. She said, now it's temp. So you, you may not become permanent. You know, you may come down here and work for six months and go home. So I said, okay, cool. Left my wife and kids in Minnesota, flew out to Texas and started working for the small business administration. This was when hurricane Harvey happened. So, you know, we were making loans for Harvey victims um, and Maria happened with, in Puerto Rico, all of that stuff. So I worked there for like two months and before I started, she said, Hey, go in. Nobody's your friend. It's a real cutthroat. So because people get laid off, it's big layoffs, you know, a thousand people. So she said, don't say anything to anybody. Just go in, work, put your head down and you'll be good. Well, went in, no friends, go in and just work. I worked 12 hours a day, seven days a week for like, I want to say like a hundred days. And the boss was like, man, I like your work ethic. Would you want to become permanent? You know? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, when can you get your family here? And this was around December of 2017. And I said, you know, I only need a couple days. I'm a road warrior. So, you know, I only need a couple days. He's like, well, we'll get them here. You got a permanent job. So I'm like, bet. Call my wife up. I'm like, yo, you want to move back to Texas? And she's like, bet. I'm ready to get out of this cold anyway, you know? So, Hop in the car. No, I hop on a flight, shoot to Minnesota, pack up the house, you know, put everything in the truck, turn around, drive 24 hours back to Texas, 24 hours because we could only do 55 miles an hour because we had a big truck, right? When I land, when I get there, I'm like, shit, I got to go back to work. So I drive 24 hours, get to the hotel, park the truck, go upstairs, take a shower, get dressed and go to work, work 12 hours that day after driving 24 hours. And, um, I just, I've been here ever since, um, COVID happened. Wife got a job there, you know, because she's bilingual and I, you know, they needed bilingual people and we've been here ever since, man. But it's really family, man. My sister put me on. She's put me on to a lot of stuff. I've put other people on to a, other family members on a lot of stuff. And and uh, we kind of work hand in hand with each other. And she thought it was be a good fit. And it ended up being a good fit. Five years later, I'm still working for the government. So And I'm permanent. So I got this job for the rest of my life. Unless I want to leave, I don't have to. That's great. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a very cool story and it's cool to hear how much your family like has each other's back. So that's very, very cool. Um, pivoting a little bit away from the quote unquote real world. Um, you get into crypto through your, your brother, your own research, you kind of get your family on that wave 2017 leading into COVID. When did NFTs come into your world and, and how do they come into your world? I got in NFTs. Um, let's see. So 2020, this is prime COVID. Um, about, I want to say April of 2020, 
I was doing a lot of buying, a lot of crypto. I was, I was big. I was making money. She was pumping crazy. I was making money with everything I put my hands on. Right. And this collection came out called dogs of Elon. Right. And it was a coin and they had an NFT. And I was like, this is cool. You know, I like, I liked, you know, the idea of, you know, their, their, you know, the roadmap. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, I was like, I always hear about these NFTs, but I never had bought one. And so I bought like 20 of them. And then I bought one for each family member. Plus I bought one for my boss. Right. And then I also bought the coin. Right. And so they were running they were going up everything was peachy i mean i over i like 25 x on the coin right so you know i put in a couple thousand dollars 25 x on the coin i sold it top you know almost top right and then it i mean it went from i bought in at five cents and it went up to like 75 cents and i sold it like 69 cents right so i had made all that money but the nfts they were supposed to give away like a Tesla or something. And like two days before they were supposed to give away the Tesla, they just went dark. Like Dang. dark. But when I say dark, I mean nothing. Yeah, they're gone. Nothing in the telegram, nothing anywhere, nothing. Like nothing. Like just went dark. Like boom. Coin went all the way down. Good thing I had already sold. Coin went all the way down, right? The NFTs dumped. They were selling for like $3. And I'm like, this is some bullshit, you know, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to sell. I'm a, I'm a hold. Well, I end up getting into another, uh, my sister, I had got her in it. So she found another project called Royal rabbits. And I did the same thing. I bought a whole bunch of those. Um, and while I was doing that, the, the Royal rabbits, that's when I came across Thringdoms. I was on Twitter shilling, you know, retweeting, you know, blah, blah, blah. I created a Twitter specifically for um, the NFTs because I noticed that you needed to be in the Discord. You had to chit chat and do stuff. And so I was like, okay, I need to create a Twitter. I had never been on Twitter before that. My, my personal Twitter, like, had no followers and I never tweeted, you know. But I made BG Familia just for NFTs. And... I came across things and I was like, I was reading the medium article, that first medium article they had posted about the, um, Scott and some other people and who was behind it. And I was like, yo, this is dope. This is dope. I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this, you know? And when it launched, it instantly minted out. So I got nothing, you know, I was like, yeah, it was like a flash and it was gone. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, crap, you know, but I ended up buying some more, you know, buying some, you know, on the secondary, and I came into the community and I just like the vibe, dude. Like everybody's cool. Everybody's nice. No problems. Everybody's kind of working in tandem with each other. Everybody's chit chatting. We have the parties, you know, I just used to get a kick out of the disc cause I wasn't never big on discord, you know, and mm -hmm. my kids actually showed me everything I know about discord. Cause that's what they do. They, they're on discord or whatever. And, um, I just been in it ever since it's just, I keep coming back to it. Like I was working from home. So it was kind of easy for me to be in the NFT space. I had time to sit in discords all day long, but nothing 
to this day has grabbed my attention in the NFT market as much as Thingdoms. I sit in the Discord of Thingdoms all day long. I'm there. You post something, I might not respond to it, but I'm reading. You know, I'm right there, you know. So, like, it's just, it's crazy, man. Like, I keep coming back to it, like, nonstop. I just can't get it out. Every time something happens, every time they release something, my wife hates it because she's like, all you talk about is freaking thingums. And I'm like, you know what? This is my life now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I need this, you know? Every time I see something, I'm like, yo, snipe that. I got to get it, you know? I'm moving money around and doing stuff and it's just, it's, it's consumed me, you know, <laughs> it's consumed me, you know? And yeah. then the, another thing is I don't have a lot of friends. I got my kids. I got my wife. I don't deal with a lot of people outside of, you know, work, you know? So I made friends in kingdoms. I got people that I talk to on a regular basis in there. And then so that, that alone is, worth the cost of entry just yeah. the relationships that i've kind of got in there is just that's worth it you know so i like that yeah i totally agree i'm a i'm i'm of like a very similar view um that like the thingdoms community is pretty special um and same as you like i feel like there are people in the community that i would consider friends now um which wasn't necessarily something i expected like coming into crypto and coming into nfts and and the discord world and all of that um, so it, it definitely is very, very fascinating how that evolved. Um, but what do you think it is that makes Thingdom special or as addicting and, and all consuming? <laughs> I would say like, it's gotta be the vibe, man. It's just like the relationships that have been built with the people that we talk to on a regular basis. I mean, you got, you got tech in there, you got, you know, Oak, you got Gom Gom come in. He's always posting a little dance dude. You know what I mean? Like everybody kind of has their own personality in there. You know what I mean? You got, uh, 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 people like who joke every time we got a new NFT project to come out, everybody's like, what does Atlanta think? give us our your breakdown because he's like our go-to his analytical technical analysis of what he's doing is like you know what i mean like every time that's the go-to you know um every domo is like yo whoa yo domo we got to get the you know domo vibe going because we just did an interview or something dope just came out and that's our party time you know our our celebration that and you kind of like you expect certain things from certain people and you go looking for that and so it kind of draws you in you know that if you see something about pizza or deep dish you know who you're talking about you know who everybody knows you know who we're talking about you know what i mean so like that stuff and then another thing was the party dude like i got to see uh, some of the people's faces i'm not gonna dox nobody but i got to (laughs) see a lot of people when i physically went to the party i got to meet Luke and everything. He had his inspector gadget jacket on, you know what I mean? And I met him in person and I was big on Thingdoms and I liked it. But when I met the people and how we all vibe together at the party, when we went to LA, I doubled down. I think I had like, I want to say like seven or eight Thingdoms when I went to that party and I'm three times, well, I got like 33 now. You know what I mean? And I'm still buying. I'm like, I need more and more and more, you know, but 
I think it's just the relationships and kind of how we all bounce off each other. Everybody's doing, I think we have a lot of talent in the community. So there's people who make the animations, there's people who make little grids, there's people who do artwork, there's everybody's willing to help everybody. Nobody's really negative. Everybody's always trying to help. I mean, and then our alpha channel is dope. I mean, so many people have came up and made extra E for them to be able to do what they needed to do. You know what I mean? Just brace off what people were saying in the trap. I mean, even recently somebody said, Oh, what do you think about this? You know? And they posted a picture of like this little poop NFT, right? This was just the other day. And I was like, yo, I'm a D-Gen. Yo, bro, I made like over a ETH so far off that. Like, and that was just strictly based off somebody hopping in and just throwing up something. And we being like, oh, that's funny, you know, and, and we going for it just as a joke. You know what I mean? So like everybody's always vibing the vibe, the, the vibe, the family, the, you know, how we just chill in there makes it good. I don't really care about the floor price. Yeah, it's down. It is what it is. Who cares? I don't even care about that. I care that I have built relationships in there. And if I have a question, you know, they make the fitness channel. I'm trying to lose weight. You know, I like being able to go in there and post, you know, I did this or whatever, whatever. Um, we got the jail. It's funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put people yeah. in jail. You know what I mean? It's, it's always something new or something going on. And on top of all of that, you have a team that if you throw something at them and it makes sense, they'll implement it. You don't get that with any of the other projects. Like I went into other projects and I see people like I'll go in their discords and people will be throwing out ideas, but those ideas never come to fruition. People are just like money, grab money, grab money, grab. They want to make money and that's all that matters. And you can't build with that. That's not building. That's just a money grab. Mm -hmm. And I think that Thingdoms is building and because they're building, that's why I'm in it. That's why the community is what it is. You're always going to have people that are going to leave and people that are going to come back in. That's always going to happen um, because the space is volatile. But with Thingdoms, it's just our vibe is just that unique. And there's other people, you know, you support like, who is that? I think Dib's wife did like a picture or, or something mm -hmm. and the community went out and supported it. Tech did his, you know, he does the pictures. The community went out and poured it, supported it. Uh, I got a, 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 I'm still waiting on my cutting board. You know who I'm talking to. Uh, <laughs> you know, I support, you know, I always support anybody in the community that's doing anything. I try to support it. And because it's a lot of us in there that are like that, and we all are helping each other in the long run, I think that Thingdoms is going to be great because of our vibe and because of our family. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. I think one of the things you said that I, I hadn't really thought about through that lens before, but was really interesting was this idea of like everyone has an identity or at least like the kind of like core culture has a lot of different identities and like, like people, you know, and like, I know them cause I've talked to a bunch of them and interviewed a bunch of them. Um, but like, even if I was just in discord, I would still know who they are and like understand their contributions to the community, which is, I think very unique. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, zooming out a little bit, where do you see this all going in five to 10 years? What are the major things you're keeping your eyes on? What makes you excited about the future of crypto? Um, 
crypto is going to become a fundamental part of finance. NFTs are going to be like tokens. Like, I mean, basically you want to go to a concert, it's going to be an NFT. They're going to, they want They're going to make everything streamlined. Blockchain is the new wave. That's, that's dot com. That's the new internet. That's what's going to pop. That's what it is. Everybody. I mean, it's real crazy right now. It's like, you know, we're all over the place, but I think regulation will come in. Um, it'll kind of get rid of all the scams and the BS and it'll be the new wave. I think, all the communities that are constantly building, you still hear about them. You know, they're still doing little things here and there. Um, they're not, you know, giving up because some people just give up and they're not giving up. Um, I think that those communities will still be around. Um, but I think that just like um, it's going to be a, a major part of everything, but I think it's music is going to be a big part of, you know, that. And with with Thing FM and we what we got, I think that we're kind of positioning ourselves to be in that same situation. But I think blockchain is going to be used for everything. I mean, like I just can't. It's so much stuff that it can be used for. I couldn't name them all, but it is yeah. the new thing, and it's being used for everything. Just I was just watching a tweet just the other day, getting an example, and people were making those three D um, NFTs. Well, the software that people were using to make those 3D NFTs, they're interchangeable. So one person may make a platform, but that particular NFT from five, six, or seven different collections all still work on that platform. Because it's a J, just say, for example, it's a JPEG. Well, that JPEG works for every single collection in that one system. So it's just a matter of time before some big tech company comes and just creates a broad system for all 3D NFTs. Mm -hmm. it, it just is, it's just, somebody's just waiting for it to be profitable to do it. But if you're building your community now, you know, or, or, you know, if you're building your community now, then you're going to be perfectly aligned for when that happens. Um, everybody's still building. It's, you're still going to have your winners and your losers, but crypto is the future. This is where we're going to be at. Cash is obsolete. It's, it's going away. It's going away. It's going away. So get ready for it. Make sure you got your bags. Uh, make sure everybody grabs some XRP. I'm an XRP. That's my, that's my, uh, that's, that's not financial advice. Get some XRP, but <laughs> not financial advice, but get them bags. Yeah. Okay. Get them bags, basically <laughs> get them bags. But you know, it's just, it's going to be the new wave. And, and that, and that's, and I, I think it's going to wave that's going to last for a while. And so I'm just positioning myself to, to be able to take advantage of that and still teach my family and my kids you know, to be able to understand it. So when it does happen, they are already in a position to benefit. Because yeah. I think that's huge. I mean, I think everyone kind of agrees it's going to stick around. Um, I think your perspective of like, I also want my kids to be thinking about it early. Yeah. So that they understand that world that we're going into, even though mm -hmm. maybe it's five or 10 years off is, is really on top of the ball. We're literally, I mean, I, it's, this is how bad it is. My daughter is already making her own NFT collection. So 
we, I mean, she's been drawing for the last two or three months, building up something for her to be able to release. Um, and again, thanks to Luke, Luke gave me a little deal for me to be able to go into a training class or the Zen or whatever training class to show you how to build your NFT. And me and my daughter sat down and we went to the class together so we could learn how to build our own NFT. And so, yeah, we're in the process of doing that. And I'm in the process of teaching. I got a kid in college. She's getting ready to do the same thing. You know, she wants to build a coin though. So we're looking at that too, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, if you got kids or you got somebody who you can teach, you gotta teach because this is where it's going and everybody needs to be prepared. That's what I say. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's an incredible story and I am looking forward to seeing any of the projects that come out of your family. Um, thank I you. think they're going to be great. Um, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and kind of your thoughts on this crazy little part of the world that we like to engage with. Yes, sir. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that interview. If you'd like to connect with BG Familia, you can find them on Twitter at BG Familia One. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can also find me on Twitter at It's Luca WM. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to the entire Thingdoms community for your continuous support. None of this is possible without you. If you know someone that should be featured on Things to Know, send me a DM on Twitter or on Discord. I'd love to hear your perspective. As always, do good things, stay thingy, and I'll see you next week.